Hello everyone, Adam here from 3 Count Radio and today I have the owner and booker of LWF, Mr. Steve Bibby. How are you doing? Very good, Adam. Tired, drained, but very good. You and I both. So, yeah, we were just talking about it before before we went on the radio. On the radio? I was on the radio the other day. Not on the radio. I'm recording. <laughs> we're messing up already. It won't be a podcast if it isn't. <laughs> it's... Um, it's a good struggle. It's just, it's a struggle, but it's good. It's rewarding. Yeah, it certainly is. Better than being <laughs> bored. Nothing to do, isn't it? Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Being there and it's not fun. Hundred percent. Now, last time we had you on, Mister Bibby, was I think it was after COVID. That Ganza we're talking about. And yeah, wow. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot has changed since then. Looking back with what we know now, uh, how are you feeling? We've got quite a few shows under our belt now. How are you feeling? What's the landscape of wrestling looks looking pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. It's almost like uh, a constant high. You know, you don't get to come down and sort of step back and have a look at it yet. I'm getting the feeling that that moment is going to come uh, after the December show when we sort of wrap up for the year and I can enjoy Christmas. But it's just one long ride at the moment. And, um, yeah, I'm determined, focused. Uh, I, I tend not to get excited because I'm too hell-bent on it, everything going the way I want it to go. So I, I let everybody else be excited. And it's the same on show days and things like that. Um, but positive and always looking forward i think it's like how it should be as well it's the mark of a promoter they look at everybody else in journalists and everybody else being happy at the expense of themselves so hopefully hopefully you do get that chance during christmas period during december to look back because it's been a phenomenal year in my opinion for wrestling especially since it went to hell last year. So, yeah, it, it's really, and I've, I am, I am very, very professional and left Facebook open. But the first time, it won't be the last. Dear me. <laughs> My apologies. That's okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a fantastic year for, uh, for wrestling this year. So, I, I think it will, I think it will only continue, in my opinion. Yeah, it's got some momentum now. I think yeah. it was the best way for us. Certainly from a personal perspective, it was a, a real, a, a very like 100 mile an hour start. And it's just continuing throughout the country. We only got to look at events like this weekend to see just how how well it's doing and how well it's flourishing the scene and the, the business itself. So... I'm just really pleased to be a part of it and be pleased to I'm pleased to have been part of it kicking off again after lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because RWF is it's a feeder. It has a the, the, the school of RWF and you watch the people from that school come through and flourish 
it's always an amazing thing to see to watch these people like Helena, for example, just do absolutely phenomenal. It's it's really amazing to see. To what like, it brings hope for people who are training themselves. Yeah, it's a great it's a great advert for hard work and being dedicated to what you do and putting in the, the hours and the work. Um, there's there's always a reward out there somewhere. And I think in this this business, I'm finding I'm still obviously I'm not I'm I'm not real I'm not by no means a veteran to any of this. I'm still like what four years in, but I think this business rewards hard work better than any other. I think. Yeah, yeah. It it's a very niche business. It's it's one of those where you can't really explain what happens in pro wrestling to someone especially on the indies i feel that like the indies are different i feel like you can't really explain it I, th- I think you have to go and watch to understand what goes on oh god yeah i, you, you, I think anybody in this business would tell you you spend the whole life defending it yeah. <laughs> or, tr- or trying to explain it and i think after a while you just sort of you enjoy it for what it is to you yeah you know and I think that's what everyone's doing at the moment, and they're embracing the opportunities they're getting. Certainly, and from from our perspective, and I'm pretty sure anybody else would say the same about their own academies and their own shows. That everyone is is enjoying themselves at the moment. It's really, really good. It's been a very difficult time, and it's come out at the other side in a very, very positive light. I think. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. It's very individual. Like I, I, I couldn't. What you just said then was brilliant. Like everybody's enjoying it for themselves. Like you look at wrestling and you go to a certain show, you go to shows that cater to you. Because in wrestling, there's so many shows that are still unique to themselves. Mm. The, the fan base will only naturally and organically uh, go to those shows and cater to themselves. And the, the fans of RWF are just fantastic. Uh, it's it's always always fun. Just not not even it doesn't necessarily just have to be the chanting and the singing and everything. It's into it's beforehand intermissions afterwards where you go and talk to people about it as well. Everything's just such a friendly family environment. I think that's it. I mean, it's like. A, even even at the last show, even at the October show, we had, I think it was uh, 12, possibly slightly more fans dropped out with COVID. Uh, two hours before the show. Really? And, and, and even those 12 fans make a massive difference. Not not just visually, but, but in the audio sense as well, because yeah. they're, they're always very loud. Uh, but we still got that atmosphere and that noise. And I think that that, that was a real testament because things like that bother me as a promoter because obviously you want to fill these these buildings and you want people to see what you do. But it, it sort of, when I started hearing them, certainly um, certainly in the, the main event as well, it, it's, it's just, it gives you a better feeling about it. You know, I was like, well, at least I've got the noise. You know, and uh, and the other thing as well, you know, it's not like they're gone for good. They're back in November as well. So, but I love making new fans as well. And and hopefully the more networking I'm able to do in the, the coming weeks um, will bring in more people because I'm going to start uh, 
broadening my horizons a bit more now see if i've got a bit of free time to or see other people's stuff exciting stuff exciting stuff that's the stuff we always love to hear it's yeah could not agree more could not be any more excited one thing we did talk about though and this is something with the power of hindsight I'm quite curious about with certain events that have gone on. We talked about the Castle Cup and with certain events that have gone on and certain events that have unfolded. Mr. Nick Cutter was the winner. What are your um, opinions of what's happened? Because I don't get, well, I do get the feeling that the those feelings might not be too happy. <laughs> well, he's the second person that's um, won that trophy and then, uh, let's say, lost the decency and dignity. Um, I took it off Davey Getsky for behaving like he did. Um, I, I, think, I think from a... From a promotional and a business perspective, it's probably a, a very unwise move to remove it twice um, from the holder. But I think, yeah, he holds the Castle Cup at the moment, but he has this opportunity in November, which I think he thought was an easy an easy path. Um, I think he had a, he thought he had an easy road to to December's event, but now I've, I put Sonna Derson in there to to really sort of bring him back down to earth. So he has that to deal with, and. Obviously, the Castle Cup next year, the Slamaganza will go to, to somebody else. So he should enjoy his time with it because, who knows, it might be the only thing that he has to hold on to by the end of the year. I mean, there's stuff, exciting stuff. Tell you what, Son of Derson, I, I jumped out my chair when I heard that noise, that, that music at the end of the show. I mean, let's be honest, the match he had against Keenan was Phenomenal. Like, one yeah. of my favourite matches of the entire year, personally, if not my favourite. Yeah. It was fantastic stuff. I, I loved every second of it. Um, but oh, I do, when I hear that, the, the drums and the guitar at the end of that show, well, just before the main. I liked that. I liked that um, because obviously he'd, he'd gone out and had this phenomenal match before against Keenan, which was always going to be a great match. Those two coming oh. together and Keenan's uh, an incredible talent. Very mm -hmm. proud to have him on the show. And um, I think that my if I was to pick a standout moment from, from October, the the noise when I unveiled him as as Nick Cutter's challenger next uh, this month, or this month coming, should I say, that was the, my favourite moment of the night because it was just pure anticipation and excitement. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I really, I actually, I've just, we've just put a post out um, mentioning this moment. There's a couple of photographs of the, uh, of Nick Cutter's face in the ring when yeah. he saw his opponent. It's just a, those kind of moments are, are, are well worth it. They really are. Oh, yeah. Just to see Nick Cutter's face. That, that's, that's, <laughs> all, that's all we need just for that. That's fantastic. Like, oh, he's, in my opinion, Sonner is. Son is one of those where was that a few years ago I was at um, a WWE live event. I was at that live event when Sonner was the 
squash match for Eric Rowan. Rowan, and yeah. I was sat there, I was like, I recognise him, I was like, in no way. <laughs> but yeah. I genuinely do think he's that good. I think he's good enough to be in the upper echelons, like the top, top tiers. He's solid and he's just... Oh, I, I, there's no words to explain just how talented that man is. It just, it yeah, looks like it just comes naturally to him. Well, I think it does now. I think, but again, yeah. it's another, another product of, of of hard work and dedication that it can oh. come naturally. Kind of talent, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. And that that match, Nick Cutter versus Sonny Derson. Like, honestly, if you haven't got a ticket, like, what are you doing? Like, if, if if that's just one match alone to sell a card, that's it. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's, a it's a beautiful setup for the event, that and and that that's it. If you've got that base, everything else is a, a very nice bonus as well. So we've got it's a very good card uh, on that November night. Yeah, hundred percent. And I urge everybody listening to this to go and buy a ticket because, dear me. <laughs> My lord, what a show. What a match that'll be. Talk about phenomenal matches. And well, this one is um it's one word I can think of that's bonkers is the mosh pit mayhem match. And I need to pick your brain about this because that was just yeah, well, sheer mayhem it was and it was an experience that brings out. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. You had the scarper at one point. Part of me did face away for Keenan at that point. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, we knew. Um, we knew when we we sort of agreed to to sanction that that it was going to be. Uh, it was going to be chaotic was about the best way I can describe it. But I think it went a bit above and beyond what I was expecting. Um, you literally felt trapped at ringside for the majority of it. You couldn't take your eyes off anything. And if anything, the one person you should be feeling sorry for in that in that whole scenario was Dan Sheeder, the referee. Because I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> that that has to be the most. That had to be the most trying task of all to try and keep that keep order and be in the right places at the right time and. You know, I just I felt I felt dreadfully sorry for him throughout. But yeah, it was a fantastic match. It was better than anything I've seen for a long time. It wasn't just a, a load of hardcore nonsense. It was it, it was captivating, I thought, from from beginning to end. Yeah, 100 percent agree. Because a lot a lot of people do think that if you just throw a few weapons in there, it'd be amazing. It's a big thing. You need to actually make it captivating. And they were but they didn't just make it captivating. There was captivating and it was up there. Like, yeah. You, you just kept going up the edges. You didn't know where to look. So there was something no. going on over there, something going on over there. And you, your eyes were just, you mesmerised. Well, that's why um, we, we've put the match out as a standalone match on, on Powered 4 TV. Uh, basically, I wanted that match on its own because it's, as produced, you get to see the things that you might have missed on the night if you were there and you you, you were focused on one thing and something else happened, you missed it. The, the production of that that match is uh, designed so that you don't miss a thing. And, well, Dan Sheeder is one of the best 
around. So I think if you were to put any referee in that position, I think you did well to put Dan Shooter in there because he is one of the best yeah, referees around. Him and Greenwood, for sure. What was that? What was the, the last thing you said then? Dan Shooter and Greenwood, those two. Oh yeah, well, uh, we we've um, we are uh, going to be welcoming James at some point, uh, very very soon, as well. Not so, too shabby. Yeah, we, we, we had to have the best in there for that one, or one of the best. I would like to. Um, I would like one shout out though, because the last show uh, this month, uh, someone I. Someone who started training at the exact same time, the, the, the first training session um, that I did, the beginning session, she started at the same time as I did, and that's Laura. And she had her first referee, and uh, she refereed her first show at RWF. And as soon as I saw her, I jumped out my seat. <laughs> that, that's yeah. sentimental to me. And I'm so proud of her. Yeah, she did a great job. Um... And it was, it was a decision we made on the day. Really? Um, only a few, like about a couple of hours before the, the doors opened. That's so fantastic. She had so little prep time as well. Obviously, she had Dan to, to, to sort of give her the pointers and, and the direction, which she's been doing excellently for us, um, as far as I'm aware. Um but yeah, we, we we decided to give her that that opportunity, and what a great match to actually have the opportunity in as well. The the, the six person frenzy because there was an awful lot going on in that one as well. So it was really throwing her in the deep end on that. But just outstanding job. Yeah, I was I was sat with my mum, I sort of my friend Adam, and quite quite a few of my friends, and we were looking at sort of thinking, debut. This is a hard match for her to do, for her to referee. <laughs> so my mum was like, "Oh, I feel sorry for her." <laughs> Oh, she did it was, fantastic. It was very difficult to keep. It was hard to even commentate on that, let alone referee it. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, great. Real props to her for that. And we, we can't wait to, to work with her again. I can't wait to see her. I can't wait. She's, yeah, she's, um, that, that, that debut, that, that was sentimental to me because like, we started at the same time. So, yeah. see her uh, doing so well is just amazing. She's such a great girl. Yes. Um, we IWF have a very, very, very big opportunity over the weekend, and that is 30th of October. TNT Extreme Fields. It's Davy Getsky versus Tony Rock. Am I correct? Ah, uh, yes, but uh, repackaged as Aiton Steen, the artist formerly mm. known as Little Tony Rock. <laughs> yes, um, it's a massive opportunity for us, and we're very, very grateful to TNT, uh, for and TNT for doing this for us um, and allowing us the chance to, to showcase ourselves and, and our talent. It's, I think the magnitude of it sort of setting in now, the day before, I'm starting to realise what a big thing we're being part of here and, um, and what it could lead to in the future. And it's, it's nice as well to, to sort of connect with a different audience um, because we're still growing and we're still building fans and it's nice to have that um that adult base as well so it gives us variation on what we can do show wise in the future um but it's also a brilliant opportunity to go watch some of the best 
Uh, and, and certainly what this uh, the Northwest has to offer and the UK has to offer. I, I can't wait to, to be able to watch um, these people perform live and, and know that I'm part of the, the show as well. It's, it's a really exciting day. This, this is one thing I am excited for. So yeah, you heard that. I might, I might not be excited about a lot of things that we do because I'm too bothered about them going flawlessly, but this one I am, I am quite excited for. I'm almost a fan for this one. Yeah, and that's fun. That's an amazing feeling. There's, in my eyes, there's no better feeling than being a fan at a show. So yeah. There's nothing for you to worry about. You're there to enjoy the show, and and if you if you don't know about this, TNT Extreme Fields is going on the 30th of October, and I'm telling you, it's it's, it's going to be a barnstormer. The, the card is absolutely just blinding and David Gesky and the artist formerly known as Tony Rock will just they're two phenomenal talents it's something you don't want to miss well we certainly believe that those two um, certainly with with what happened at October with the Wrecking Crew and, and, and with Shining Wizard on this kind of show with that kind of crowd and that kind of environment it's made for those those two, I think. So I mean, it's personally, I can't. I'm really looking forward to that that match, and that that's just obviously from. It's not just from a business perspective. It's I really I really want them to do well personally, but also as well, it, it's great to see them in the middle of a card that is so stacked with with talent. Yeah, and to get to get eyes on the product that potentially wouldn't have seen it because they'd be fans of TNT. So to get fresh eyes on a, on your product is nothing short of fantastic. It's brilliant. But again, it's a great testament to this this business that these kind of opportunities arise. You know, the people that... There shouldn't be a rivalry, I don't think. Um, and, you know, or a point-scoring thing in this business. It's great that we actually have other promotions that want to help um, up-and-coming companies and things like that to succeed and you'll get that in this business and the fact that they're all coming together to produce a show and it's, it's just it's brilliant and that that's one of the things that where this this business really really stands head and shoulders like morally above many others yeah yeah i i i'll never understand if there's if there was a rivalry of course i'll never understand it because the talent on the shows if they're being built up uh, one show and then they go into another show they're only going to help each show yeah it's going to sell you tickets yeah yeah they're only going to help so i don't yeah this shouldn't be a rivalry at all in my opinion shouldn't be, because I mean, shouldn't. We, like i said earlier we spend enough time defending this this uh this business as it is without fighting amongst each other but exactly. th that's the that's what that's what i'm really pleased about that we we sort of got this hand offered to us and we we took it and um yeah yeah, early start tomorrow, and uh, it's rock and roll. Can't wait. Yeah, early start, but that'll be worth it. Hundred percent worth it. Cannot, cannot, cannot wait. One more show. We touched upon it. We've touched upon it with the Sonny Derson match, the thirteenth of November. V is for vengeance. Anything more to say about that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the penultimate show of the year. Um, 
obviously the the grand finale in December is what this is this is leading up to and it's it's really it's sort of it's almost you know a, a, a setup for that so you almost have to be here to see where we're going to go uh, to finish the year and it's the vengeance aspect of it is is quite interesting as well because obviously Reynaldo's had a hellish time this year and this is his opportunity uh, to sort of sit because he's going to be ringside for Sonna Derson and Nick Cutter likely uh, likely to join us on commentary I imagine um, but he will be ringside to see who his opponent's going to be and this night is almost sort of it's the vengeance that he's he's wanted to carry out since Slamaganza this is his opportunity now because if Nick Cutter cannot beat Sonna Derson, then almost Reynaldo's vengeance is complete. Yeah. He's pushed him down the road, so there's no wrecking crew involvement anymore. You know, so it's it's all about Ray's path, I think, to trying to get that vengeance. And if Sonna Derson does it on his behalf, not only is the wrecking crew gone from the picture, but he also has an amazing marquee match in December. Uh, to look forward to, so it's yeah, I I, lo- I like this match. Very uh, this show is very unique. Um, again, though, I don't I try not to talk too much about it because there's a lot, a, a big element of unpredictability at our shows. You know, we, we kind of just we leave a lot to the night. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I've noticed. We've got we've got some other great matches. I mean, I'm really quite personally looking forward to Kelly Van Ness and Harley Hudson. Because that has that has a, a great potential, and that'll likely open the show as well, which will get everybody going. So, yeah, I we, we, we messaged them. I've messaged the <laughs> both of them asking, "Who do I cheer?" Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have said that, but it's a great, it's a great option to have. Try to think of songs and chants in my head. <laughs> <laughs> We've got we've we've only announced a few so far, but there'll be a couple more going out this week. Uh, I don't want to announce them before I announce them, if that makes sense. Um, like Lachlan Sharp and John McKinney had a tremendous match at Honor and Glory, and they get a, a, a second opportunity at that with a little bit more needle involved in this one as uh, Lachlan appeared in the per, in the six person frenzy, much to J Max disgust. Yeah. So, uh, and there'll be build up as well. There'll be a few videos going on prior to November the thirteenth. Uh, in build up to this few exclusive interviews and exclusive footage so but yeah looking forward to really I'm just focused on finishing this year strongly and this is a great way to to kick off these last two months yeah 100% my man 100% I I mean continue the way you're going the only way is up in my eyes the the shows recently have been fantastic and in terms of um, this podcast, I find it quite fun that Kelly Van Ness and Harley are against each other because those are my two last uploads. Yeah, oh, I man. noticed that. Actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to get a dual one after it. I'm sorry? You have to get a double one after it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, that, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Is there anything else you would like to bring up? Anything else you'd like to plug for the future? Well, I mean, we sort of we always seem to touch on all these subjects yeah. quite heavily, uh, and it makes the, the ending quite easy. But uh, yeah, just 
November the 13th, uh, Army Reserve Centre in Chorley. Um, already touched on, on the, the uh, importance on that card, but obviously December 12th as well is the, uh, the finale for the LWF um, in the heart of Chorley at the Town Hall. So that will be the, uh, the big conclusion to the year. Um, Reynaldo has his, his opportunity, the vacant championship up for grabs. So that's, a, that's big enough in itself. But there is a, a big, a big card on that night. Uh, definitely watch this space for that that show, and definitely don't miss it because it's the best way we could possibly end the year. Is 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 that that event? And it's in a big location and right in the, the center of town. And yeah, that that's that's what I want to plug. November and December, the two big shows, and obviously. Tomorrow, anybody who hasn't got tickets for Extreme Fields has to has to grab them and, and go to that because it's it's uh, it's got to be it's got a memorable afternoon evening spelled out already. Yeah. You fan of music, fan of wrestling, no no better place to be than than Extreme Fields tomorrow. You heard the man. Get a ticket now. Steve, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Never a choice, sir. Thank you.